Alright, we're live. Mics are hot. Can we get anything to put the shells in? Can we, um, can we go to the garden party afterwards? The garden party is bobbing. I think they'll Y'all hear gone. that? The garden party, does it look like it's red? It does look like it's red. Have you guys had late July chips? No. Nah. I'm gonna put you guys on late July chips. What is that? Like <sighs> tortilla chips. But they're they're really good. Why are they called late July? I don't know. You can only eat them in late July. It's oh. the rules. Dang. I have Did you know? Oh, Karina taught really me well. oh. the really interesting history behind Uniqlo. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is cool. Do you it's know true. the history behind Uniqlo? I don't. It was originally an effort after World War II to introduce Japanese people to more American fashion and style. Interesting. Yeah. The Ivy League aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I have heard of this. So they, yeah. in, what was it? Did Karina 19? make a video on this? No, mm -hmm. she heard it okay. from a podcast. Um, and now we're regurgitating this information secondhand. So it's like yeah. telephone. Could be this is the third telephone. iteration of telephone. Yeah. So I think in, what, the 1930s and 40s, they acquired a lot of, wait, but she was saying 1980s stuff. I guess they are still doing it then, because World War II ended in like the 30s and 40s, right? Yes. Well, anyways, the Japanese started acquiring a large amount of American fashion items and clothing and then popularizing it in Japan. And I think Uniqlo was birthed out of that effort. Hmm. But it's really interesting now because the Japanese people took American fashion and kind of made it their own, add their own little flavor, and then resold it back to us. <laughs> and we eat that up yep. yeah i mean i like feel like uniqlo is um like very functional clothing functional basics yeah, yeah. but they're like high quality good stuff i like the japanese influence in the style of the basics mm. okay mm. i need to get a coat it's cold sorry i'll be back lunch dinner oh you haven't been to joe's pizza yet no the line is always insanely okay. long should go to joe's oh jesus joe's pizza for dinner <laughs> Four dollar massive pizza slices. Dude, inflation is real. I remember when Joe's was actually like dollar. Cents, right? No, it's not dollar mm -hmm. pizza anymore. It used it's to be $4. though. Yeah, it's kind of expensive now. Hmm. There's a lot of Thai food on here. Most of these are recommendations from my friend. But Joe's pizza, I think that's spicy moon sounds good, and it's vegan Chinese. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Want to try that place? La Yue. Yeah, that's you. Is that what it's actually called? Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh. I've actually, I don't think I've ever been to Washington Square Park. No way. Yeah. Should we go? Oh, we gotta go. Well, I guess. He's never been to Washington Square Park. So we'll go. Um, Washington then. Square Park after hours is kind of Oh, it's a little interesting. sus. I mean, it's not sus, but it's just like. There's some funky people out there. Yeah. It's the, like the, the New York people? of the New York. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's like the. The New York rats. I wouldn't call them rads. <laughs> they're definitely not rads. They're yeah. just, they've just got lots of personality. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's it's, uh, what I'm looking for, I suppose. Mm. <laughs> Washington Square Park, like in the daytime, is also a little. All right, Man, let's I gotta go to a lot of parks. Park, park, I park, have so park, many park. parks in such a dense city. It doesn't really make sense. What do you mean? Like, it makes where a do lot they of sense. Find all the space. They Public don't. space. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> all the parks are really small. Oh yeah, the parks what? are. Prospect also. is huge. Well, that's, that's in Brooklyn. Central 
Yeah. Awful huge. Wait, Central's pretty big, yeah. <laughs> but that was... Talking about all the other parks. Central Park makes up, like, a third Bryant of Manhattan. Park. Yeah. Madison Square Garden Park. Park is tiny. Mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. Park is tiny. So that's the big ones. They're all kind of small. Union Square Park. Washington Square Park. They're all squares. Little Island Park. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Arab made Little Island, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Arab made Little Island? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, that's cool. Right? Yeah. Did they also make the Vanderbilt One building? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow. wow. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Or they crazy. did, like, part that's of it. Crazy. I don't know if they, they like, designed the Whoa, building. that's so but cool that you're working for definitely designed, like, the immersive experience. Mm. Is that, like, was that, like, a side project for them? Or is that, like, what Probably they do normally? Oh, it's that's, like, like very what they unique do structures. Normally, yeah. Hmm. Are but they'll work on like regular things too, like Amtrak and. Oh wow, they work on Amtrak too. Yeah, because it's like consulting, so it's like they have clients. Wait, Arab oh, is a Jesus. consulting company? No, Arab. Rachel is Wait. a consultant. <laughs> I cut myself. Anyways. On what? I don't know. Do you need a bandaid? No. I don't even see it. I see it. Yeah. Um, wait, they consult for like engineering services, but they also do like structural engineering and oh, design I see. and like. They do a lot of things, is what I learned. What's your title? Wow, that's really interesting. Are you an analyst, an engineer, it's called, an associate? So my department is called Specialist Technology Analysis and Research, so acronymed as STAR. It used to be Advanced Technology analyst? and Research. Analyst? I'm just an intern. Oh, say you get a full job. I'm a STAR job. intern. I would oh. be then. Then I would be a graduate analyst or researcher. Oh, okay. I don't know. What's what's the corporate hierarchy at a civil engineering firm? Is it like analyst, senior analyst? Is it the same as everywhere else? Yeah, it's usually engineer, oh, okay. senior engineer, or oh, there's also engineers in training, mm. which I don't think they do at Arab, but it's like regular practice, like literally everywhere else. Yeah, I might Sick. be saying all wrong things right now. So. <laughs> Man, this cold front is really moving in. I uh, know, it's kind of cold. Apparently, the smoke is uh, going to be back, too. Oh, lovely. Because today, his AQI is over 100. Okay. While we sit outside and breathe this Wait, lovely Wait, it's over air. 100? Yeah, it was like 106 this morning. Oh, my God. It's not that bad. That's pretty bad. Compared to what it was previously. Oh, yeah, but San Francisco bad, right now like is like 30. As a Dude, Denver is like zero 40. to twenty. Okay, yeah, I, forty. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I check my AQI map, there's four locations shown: San Francisco, Denver, um, Cincinnati, and New York. Mm. Dude, I'm wondering if I am like, yeah, New York is great, but I think I'm really f***ing up my body by living here. Yeah, definitely. Well, the drinking, but the air. But you walk around everywhere true but i also biked everywhere in denver oh yeah so what i'm hearing is we go back to denver (laughs) not denver maybe boulder oh that's also really dang i can't believe the 180 on this oh i mean i love new york don't get me wrong but i think if permanently living here really does (laughs) screw with your health it's not good for you yeah and also just like the the amount of sleep that you get yeah the hustle and bustle there's so much hustle bustle like i've only been here a week and maybe this is just my adjustment period Mm. but like i'm so tired yeah it doesn't get better (laughs) ah you just cope (laughs) (laughs) you just cope with it is this just like college i think it's like a due diligence thing like you grind really hard and work really hard oh yeah at the beginning but then eventually you get to a point maybe where you're like andrew where 
work is a little more flexible. Yeah, that's true. Because Andrew's job is not super demanding. Oh I would God. say his previous like jobs were more demanding than his current like jobs. Shout out job to my corporate job right now. Right now is, is not great. <laughs> is not representative of most jobs that people work in New York, though. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. Andrew's job? Yeah. What do you mean? He works for a big corporate media uh, company like not non-tech jobs True. because yeah. tech culture is so different from literally yeah. anything else but disney's i mean i think a lot of big corporations are going the route of tech culture but That's then we true. got the ib and the I feel like even arab is has some tech culture influence like the open oh format yeah office space. but people work long hours yeah. like it's a very work hard Really, it sucks. very work hard. Dude, let culture. me tell you about Disney streaming. Yeah. They really value work-life balance, and I really appreciate my <laughs> team for that. <laughs> or at least Great. like my department is a very work hard department, but I I feel like I see that in other departments mm, as well. Yeah. I mean, I've only been there a week. Again, these might all be wrong things. Take yeah, everything yeah, we'll I say a, with. We'll do a month update. And see where you're at. <laughs> yeah, mm. hopefully it's it's much yeah. better. I got a nice little pep talk from Janice. She was just like, mm. just take everything. Just like take whatever. Like take advantage of this. Like. If you're not getting work, just like bother the heck out of your manager and ask for work until you get it. Wait, what? Yeah. You want more work? I thought. Well, I'm bored right now. Like, I don't have actual tasks to do. I'm confused, but you're. I'm confused. You want to work? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I want to. Well, the thing is, like, I don't feel for. F- uh, well, like, I'm just talking to people right now, which is mm. great. But I also want to mm. like do things that I feel like are. I'm like helping out in some sense. Like you're doing something meaningful. Yeah, like I feel mm. very useless right now. Like I feel like I'm just kind of pestering people, which like they are, mm. they love talking about what they love doing. Like I feel like one thing that people love doing is talking about what they love. Um, yes, <laughs> and do so love doing that. like all of my conversations have gone beyond like the the scheduled meeting time mm. um, because you know people love talking. Um, but yeah, I I want to feel useful in some sense, or else I feel like I'm getting paid to do nothing. Because I feel like I'm just interviewing people, which like, which like some people I guess are like okay and fine with, but like mm-hmm. I, I also want to get things out of That's this true. internship, you know. Actually, yeah, I much rather prefer to be busy at work than to have nothing to mm-hmm. do but be expected to be doing something. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, because I sit at my desk and I just scroll through papers, like reading research papers, yeah. and I'm just like. This is like pointless literature review that I'm doing right now. Because I think that was a problem with consulting. Yeah, you're working a lot of long hours, especially when you're in the office. There's a lot of downtime where, or for one of my projects in particular, like we had to show face to be in the office just to prove the fact that we were at the office because we can go mm-hmm. home before the client goes home. Mm-hmm. So you had to pretend to look busy and like do something even if you got all your work done. Yeah, because then that's just a waste of time. Absolute bullshit, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I have other things that I could be doing, but I I can't do those things because I'm at the office. Exactly. That's why tech culture is really great because I don't know if it's all tech companies, but it's usually, like, a get your work done. doesn't matter when you get your work done. Just get it done. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. Yeah. We haven't signed in, have we? No, I'm reading through the, the Discord. All right, let's check in. Do I feel do I look <laughs> like a hooligan? It's just kind of cold. That's fine. No one cares what you look like. That's true. This is a podcast. It's an audio-based like format. Oh, okay. I like this rooftop. I do too. Yeah, your it's rooftop. That view of it's Manhattan insane. is so nice. It's, it's stunning. Also, I realize that direction sometime with the camera facing this way because this skyline is no, honestly the, better. The but then need the to people, see it. huh? The people need I know, to see no, no, it. I mean, like we sit 
this way, and then the camera's facing towards that side. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's true, because you guys are seeing... What, what's, what's downtown here? You're seeing Fidei, I think, down there. And that's the Empire that's State. That's Midtown right over there. there. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Empire State, that's Van, uh, Vanderbilt 1. Yeah, those to are the right. really nice. Is that LIC right there? Uh, all those high-rises over there? No. No, LIC is pretty far, no? Yeah, LIC, I don't think oh, you can see it from Manhattan. here. Like, this is all Manhattan, so you have to look up. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. It just looks like trees. Yep, it should be that way. Hmm. LIC isn't that tall. Let's check in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Rooftop Pod. I'm your host, Jesse, and joining me today is my sister, Rachel, and my brother, Andrew. And today, I have a question. Wait, before you ask the question, I just wanted to make another note about Fidei. It's so walkable. (laughs) Wait, do you work in Fidei? I do work in Fidei. Oh. And I was like, I think um, the first day I got there and I was walking around, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Barcelona and like the the, pedest- oh, and the pedestrian really? walking streets. It's oh, like all the buildings okay, are really you, tall because it's not really like no one really drives in Fidei. Like oh. everyone just walks around. Yeah. The urban planning was not good driving wise <laughs> in Fidei. But that's a good thing. Good that's a really good yeah. thing. Yeah. Hey, hot take. This is this is a hot take. Yeah. I think Fidei is a pretty solid like neighborhood to live in in Manhattan. Oh, interesting. Because it's, it's very quiet. acceptable. It's so quiet. It's so I dead. Love it. Yeah. Oh, because there's is. no cars. I yeah. love how and it's, I mean, there's no light, nightlife at Yeah, there, zero but, uh, nightlife. Because it's all just there. like peop- where people work. Yeah. It's only oh. workplaces. Great views. Yeah. I got such great sleep sleeping in Fight Eye because I used to intern down there too. Wait, yeah. did, is there housing there? No. Not oh, really. why would well, you actually, how no, can there's you some apartment building. Like, yeah, my, one of like the first but. place I was going to sublease was in Fidei. That's a great place to live then because you're yeah. close to work and it's quiet at night. I mean, Pretty some people like to be to where all the activity is, yeah. but personally. But you're you're just like a metro right away. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. It's like the only thing is, it's probably. Wait, it was affordable too, right? The place you were looking at? Oh, it's a lot cheaper than other neighborhoods in, in Manhattan. Yeah. Manhattan, right? But it's the like only 17, 1800, I think. Oh, the but it was a luxury okay. building and a flex yeah. room. That sounds like my kind of vibe. It kind of is. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That, it, it's a hot take because there's no nightlife there. The like restaurant scene is getting a little bit better, I it's think. It's right next to Chinatown, though. Yeah, that's mm. true. Hold yeah, up. Like that's right true. right there, yeah. That's true. Hold up. Wait a minute. What's the situation? on living like in chinatown like as so, like a non mm. like og immigrant from china to new york Are we gentrifying it and pushing people out who need housing uh i don't think i feel like it's not a neighborhood that most people look at but i know is it like caleb, gated is it like hard to find housing there caleb is trying to live in chinatown because mm. he's working in fidei and he was like i want to be a bikeable distance from work and also biking in Chinatown. in Chinatown seems scary. Yeah, <laughs> I would not want to bike there. Um, you gotta do what you gotta do. But I don't know. One of the places that I was also I looked at so many places for subleasing, but yeah. one of them was also in Chinatown. Mm, yeah. Um, it's pretty affordable. Man, maybe I should start looking at Fidei. Wait, what else did you want to? S- oh, you wanted to say that Fidei is really—it's walkable. It's walkable. nice. I like it. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I like I kind of kind of like the. But where no are you cars walking? Vibes to work. <laughs> but from, from the, the subway, subway station, and then it's like right along the pier too. Mm. Um. So then I can take the ferry back home if I want. 
Oh, it's so interesting. fun and fresh. Mm. Do you um, get food like in Phi Dai? Phi you Dai? can't get food in Phi Dai. I've been packing do you my do lunch. That? Oh, you've yeah. been packing lunch. Oh, you pack lunch? Yeah. Dang. That's a grind. That's a what? She doesn't That's work a, a tech job like yeah. you where they provide. Wait, no, do they provide? I, I buy lunch every time I go in the office. It's oh, pretty really? bad. Oh, uh, dang. What do you get? Kava or sweet green. Uh, sometimes um, I go somewhere else, but those are my staple too. I usually yeah. like, I have never meal prepped, but I was like, maybe I should start because I just, there's just no time. So like if I can just block out like one or, one or two hours to make batches of food, yeah. mm. then it's just like easy to... Yeah, grab and go into the yeah, and then I, I have a longer break food too that's interesting that you only buy food yeah I, I've gotten lazy when I used to intern I used to pack every single lunch too well except for when consulting was paying for save that save money summer yeah. <laughs> but like honestly kava is such a great deal and shout out kava please sponsor me um <laughs> like the amount of food that they pack in if you were to like break down the unit cost of all the ingredients within that bowl the price differential that you're paying for is probably like less than ten dollars like it's a 13 dollar meal and if i were to make this myself it'd probably cost me like five or six dollars like unit cost of all the ingredients put in and so like i'll pay eight dollars for like the labor and like all the overhead and all the other things that they need to make money on and like that's yeah not too but bad. when you and make your own food once it's a week, also can be tastier yeah that's true but like again, i make myself tasty food well okay, okay my my all my other problem is i don't live somewhere where there's readily available oh, good true, food yeah. oh yeah so, this is also i mean true. like my option if i wanted to buy food is like the school fa- cafeteria food oh. or like chipotle yeah which Honestly, i chipotle which i do slaps. eat chipotle a lot yeah. so, so <laughs> that's when i was consulting i i mean i was save money summer my junior year uh internship too but consulting they gave you a stipend uh you got like a hundred dollars every single day um that's crazy buy breakfast lunch dinner um but i'd only eat at places with rewards programs so sweet green or chipotle um and so that i'd eat there every single day like monday through thursday and sometimes friday if i like went back oh wait no, no no they didn't pay for that anyways but that meant I think like every other week I'd go to Chipotle on the weekends because then I get my free bowl from the rewards program. So mm-hmm. I was eating a lot of Chipotle or sweet green depending on what I wanted. Uh, and I got so sick and tired of Chipotle. But sweet green I didn't. Like Chipotle, I'm surprised. I started off with Chipotle because it was right down the street and I ate that like every single day for two or two weeks, give or take. And then I'm like, I cannot do this anymore. But sweet green, mm-hmm. I ate it every single day for the rest of the summer. Really? Keep on doing that, yeah. When my fridge like, broke, I yeah. had Chipotle every single day and didn't get sick of it. Chipotle is just too salty. Yeah, I feel like it has sometimes a very it distinct Sometimes it is, but sometimes flavor. it's not that salty. Mm. Do you get the same thing from Chipotle every single yeah, time? Yeah, I get the same thing every time. Mm. What's your Chipotle order? I'm interested to hear. I'm like, pretty basic. I'm actually really surprised that you got sick of Chipotle because yeah. I feel like you can eat the same thing can, like yeah. every single day and not get sick of it. But he likes Chipotle. like flavorless stuff. Maybe the Chipotle flavor. is just too flavorful. <laughs> you do. What do you mean? I mean, okay, that's true. Like kind like, of bland. <laughs> not. Mm-hmm. But bland things are things that you can eat repeatedly. More consistent. Yeah. You yeah. calling it bland? <laughs> you like. Well, it's, you it's like, like mom's cooking, you know? Yeah, I you do like, like Cheerios cooking. and PB Fit. <laughs> I and do like Cheerios. Or, mm. Cheerios mixed in PB Fit. Yeah. Let me be clear here. Well, okay. My PB Fit, this is gas. PB Fit, Hershey's chocolate, 
and like a little bit of monk fruit sweetener as my base. Okay. Um, so it's like a peanut butter chocolate milk with unsweetened almond milk because that's already sweet enough. And then that base is already really sweet, so I need something just crunchy. I eat Cheerios for the texture. You could get granola. Yeah, I could also get granola. Interesting. I feel like that'd be a little more except. No, actually, no. I, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I will do whatever I want. All right, what are your Chipotle orders? I'll go first. So I get... Actually, I usually switch it up. Sometimes I get white rice. Sometimes I get brown rice. It really depends on the mood. It's probably 50-50 depending on the day. I always get chicken. I always get black beans. And then I ask for a tortilla on the side, always. They start charging money for that. Yeah, they used to like be free. 25 cents. I was pretty pissed when that happened. But, you know, 25 cents for some extra carbs. I'm not going to complain. Then I move over to the salsa station. I get uh, pico de gallo. I don't really get any of the red or the green salsa, the verde. I just stick with pico. I get hella corn. I love chipotle corn. That shit is gas. And then I get sour cream on the side because when they put it on your Chipotle bowl, they add way too much. So then I get it on the side so I can control the portions of the sour cream. And then I get lettuce, cheese, and then vinaigrette sauce. Vine their vinaigrette sauce is so good. It's like sweet, it's tangy. It's a little bit oily and it's probably not super healthy, but once I get... Once I bring my Chipotle order home, I get I put a little bit of the um, sour cream on, a little bit of the vinaigrette sauce on, and then peel off pieces of the tortilla and then like create little bites, like put mm. like the rice, you know, lettuce, everything, chicken, into like a little spoon and then dump it into a little bite of tortilla and then have these perfect bites. Oh, it's so good, man! I'm so hungry. <laughs> Andrew has what no food eating? in his apartment, so I've been starving all weekend. You can come to you my act place like next I did time. cook you lunch today. <laughs> you did help me. You did. You did cook lunch. It was and make dang. you breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. A smoothie bowl. Oh, oh dang! Y'all got a smoothie I, bowl. I, oh, uh, so this is dumb. this is confidential information, but Andrew and I have this crazy recipe for a smoothie. Well, we'll have to make it for you. Yes, uh, I feel like please. This is not helping my ca our cause promoting our product. You say I have bland taste buds. You do, but no, I don't. <laughs> Andrew can have an Andrew has an appreciation for good flavors, but for the day to day, he prefers he something mean, yeah. a little less flavorful. It's sustainable. <laughs> yeah, it's just like because I, I mean, feel like flavors can also be very, mm, like in your face. Something really quickly. Yeah. So it's not something that you can, like, a very strong flavor is not something that you can have repeatedly day to day. Yeah, that's why I yeah. learn mu multiple recipes. I'm always learning new recipes so that I can rotate things out. I have, like, a rotation of, like, I don't know, like, 15 or 20 things that I know how to make. And then when I get sick of something, like, I'll meal prep a lot of things at once. So I'll have, like, multiple, multiple meals worth of whatever food that I'm cooking. Mm. And then I don't make the same food the next time I meal prep. I never make the same food like types of food two weeks in a row unless i've overbought groceries then i'll have to but i try not to eat the same things i have a rotation of foods that's good you guys have quickly want to go through your chipotle bowl orders or do you am i allowed to ask the question that i was about to ask at the beginning of the podcast but then you wanted to talk about fi day <laughs> <laughs> and then we ended up talking about 
Chipotle. Chipotle. I mean, Chipotle is good. I, I mean, I'm the same as you. White rice, black beans, fajita vegetables. Um, oh, I never get I also those. I always get fajita veggies. Chicken, salsa verde, and the pico. Um, lettuce, corn. Everything that's non-dairy, essentially. Oh, really? Literally everything Yeah, but the sour dairy. cream really makes it, because I've had it without sour cream. It's just not that good. But you can also, like, for the creamy aspect, mm-hmm. you can just get guac. Okay, here's my That's order. true, but guac is... Wait, wait, life hack. You have a guac um, hack? Uh, well, also, there's, like, if you get the <laughs> Chipotle <laughs> app, Go like, home, they'll have guac. guac mode, and they'll give you free guac, like, from time to time, which is mm. nice. Um, but also... Yeah the chipotle oh, app okay. yeah um anyways um I mean, p- people on game to kava orders though <laughs> it's so much better than chipotle and it's cheaper i think and you get like double the food and Is that's not even an exaggeration yeah my bowls are only 13 dollars at kava oh, and i think my it's bowls like my bowls are yeah eight dollars but yeah, we also live in ohio, live in ohio. <laughs> It's so much cheaper in Ohio. Why? Why does it scale depending on where you are? Like Trader Joe's doesn't. I don't. Groceries. Everything. I don't scales. believe in that. Wait, wait. Not Trader Joe's. Yeah, because Trader Joe's is a good company that loves us. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, we're not gonna get this Chipotle <laughs> sponsor. Trader I love Chipotle. <laughs> no, I love Chipotle. Chipotle um, is my life. Chipotle. My Chipotle order is a bowl, um, brown <laughs> rice. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes tortilla on the side. Sometimes when I feel like doling out an extra twenty-five cents, but you know what it is. It's safe money summer. <laughs> So no tortillas for the summer. Um, if I go to Chipotle, I probably won't go th- that often this summer just because there's like so many other places in New York that I want to eat at. That's yes, true. Um, that true. we can't have in Ohio. And I mean, yes. I will go to Chipotle time and time again in Ohio, but I cannot go to like. Don't waste your yeah. 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 Don't waste your valuable time meals. here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, brown rice, fajita veggies, sometimes sofritas. Oh, here's the hack: if you only get fajita veggies and no protein, you get free guac. Anyways. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, need the but protein. Nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Anyways, <laughs> fajita veggies, sometimes sofritas, um, if depending on if I want guac or no guac. Mm-hmm. Um, corn, pico, lettuce, salsa verde. Oh, y'all. Oh, black beans. Sometimes pinto beans when they run out of oh, sofritas. I've never had the pinto I've beans never before. Had the pinto what do they beans. taste like? Pinto beans. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. They're oh, just like mushy. I also really like <laughs> the Tabasco. Really? Mm, yeah. I like Tabasco as well. I don't have Tabasco, Tabasco on. <laughs> oh, your yeah. guys is... My Chipotle order is more on the sweet side. Because the vinaigrette sauce is kind of sweet. Mm. And I get a lot of corn because I like the sweetness of the corn. Mm. I guess my... Order is really salsa. Uh, Yours is salty sa- yeah. You add a lot of like no. the salsa verde adds a lot of sodium. The Plus Tabasco the adds a lot yeah. of sodium. You just have a very sodium heavy bowl. Um, that's Maybe. probably why I got. Yeah, it. I get a. I air more on the sweet side. Mm. Yeah, but sometimes There's they. There's a cacophony bat- of noises right now. I know yeah, it's, they're it's not very loud. good. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. The, the band is not very good. Hey, they're doing. The I don't know best. if y'all can hear that. <laughs> they don't sound too good. I think they sound amazing. Uh, I think but maybe that's like the vibe they're trying, they're trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds maybe like Maybe that's Brooklyn. the vibe they're trying to go for. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound very coordinated. That's that's the thing. Wow, we've already talked for 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> what the heck? Hold up, hold up. Okay, let's bring <laughs> right, it back in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have right, to. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> I hope you guys are entertained. 
I know some of y'all. Okay. I'm interested to hear why our fans listen to our podcast. Do you think it's entertaining? Is it for pure entertainment value? Is it because it's soothing? Like you think that it's like nice to play in the background and it's therapeutic mm. to listen to? Mm. Like white Ma- noise. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope we're a little more than just white noise. Hey, hold on, hold on. on that topic. <laughs> Some of my friends do listen to this pod to help them fall asleep. Fall asleep. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know what to think of that. Oh, I'm I like, kind of like that. I kind of like that. Like, relaxing. Are we soothing? Relaxing. Are we relaxing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are we Aww. boring? Like, <laughs> Damn. it's one of the two. I mean, I don't mind. Oh, I don't mind. Yeah, as long as yeah. people are listening to it, I don't. I don't really <laughs> as care. As long as but it gets I the am, numbers up. <laughs> I am interested in like what purpose our Holy podcast shmuck. serves. Is it for the information that we give? Do you think definitely that, not? <laughs> <laughs> are we an informational not, podcast? No. Are we a comedic podcast? Do we make you laugh? You know, I feel like we're a little bit of all of these things. I think what I I like what I enjoy about talking with you guys mm-hmm. is that I can feel validated in a lot of the things that I'm feeling because mm-hmm. we have like similar experiences through life. So I think yeah. like that is some of the sentiment that my friends have given me too is like, oh, like I feel like the conversations that you guys talk about is exactly like what we would talk about together. Mm-hmm. Like um, the relatability aspect. Yeah. Gotcha. It's just like putting things that people feel into words Mm. and putting that onto a platform, which I like is one of the aspects that I really appreciate about social media Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. you know, just like, being able to find people with similar experiences and stuff. I, I'm truly not alone in the way that I feel. Mm. And I think that like builds really nice communities. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that we're, we have been able to build somewhat of a community. Um, and I do want to, put in a little more effort on like being intentional about building this community and like we have like dang i say like so much literally i hate <laughs> listening to myself on the podcast and listening to how many times i say and like and then literally like 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 he's perceiving himself God, the perceptions I are perceptioning hate <laughs> i hate listening to myself it's so cringe don't pay attention really to all the likes. <laughs> you're really, you're really driving. Now that I brought, hey, I might cut this out it. because now that I brought it up, people are going to be more perceptive of the fact that I say. I never, I listen through our podcast sometimes, just uh, and you don't, pay, you don't notice no, it. I, never I don't notice, notice either. Oh, really? I think it's just because you're just more hyper aware yourself. Yeah. yeah. I do notice how many pauses I take in between words. I talk really slowly. I don't notice that about, I think the way you guys talk is totally normal, but oh, the wow. way I talk, I'm like, <laughs> saying like again. I have do to you want to change that? There is oh. a phenomenon about like hearing your own recorded voice and like, fuck, and not liking it. See, my goal, my goal on this podcast is to, hey, if someone want, out there wants to like count how many times I say like. Every single time Jesse says like. We should do that and, together. And like plot it out throughout the episodes. And oh see my it, gosh. Wait, see maybe this is wait, what AI I can do can at work. Do that. AI can definitely do that. Like yeah. calculate how many times I say like. Wait, yeah, you can just transcript it and then control fine. But anyways, <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that on my own. And then make a little graph. And see if I can improve because I do a lot of speaking with like <laughs> with the way my you're gonna career. start talking really slowly just throwing likes <laughs> but i want to learn how to talk in a way where every word is meaningful is meaningful yes mm. i don't want to use as many filler words and i i yeah i think the best orators and the best communicators like in science politics otherwise 
are very intentional with the words that they choose. And mm -hmm. every word holds a value and has a certain purpose in the yeah. way. That, and I want to learn to be more like that. Whereas I yeah. think I blabber a lot and like say mm. meaningless shit a lot. I try to fill space a lot. Fill so space, I will yeah. I will say a lot of meaningless words, <laughs> <laughs> especially like this past week when I've been talking to all these subject matter experts. Mm -hmm. Like I can very much so tell the difference between how they're speaking and mm -hmm, how I'm speaking mm -hmm. because I'm fumbling for words a lot of the time yeah. and trying to form the questions that I want to ask. Mm -hmm. And because they're so knowledgeable on like these topics now they i'm more self-aware of yeah. what i'm saying like yeah <laughs> um but yeah i become a lot more aware of how eloquently they're speaking and how mm. ineloquently i'm speaking mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i will say something that i envied a lot about one of my past roommates was how eloquently he spoke he was wait who oh, okay he was uh honestly he was nationally ranked speech and debate Oh, he got the reps in early, yeah. Like, he, very, very intelligent. Like, the way he communicated, just so sophisticated, mm -hmm. so eloquently. And I'm like, damn, you even talk so well. I I'm sound like a dumbass when I talk. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. well, when yeah, I, I'm not saying, in yeah, comparison you do, but to my Yeah, man. people who speak yeah. and communicate really mm -hmm. effectively. I have started to notice it a lot more, even, like, in the podcasts mm -hmm. that I listen to. Like, I pay attention to how the podcasters I listen to are very intentional and very mm, yeah. specific with their word choices and how limited they are with their like babbling and yep. saying meaningless and useless words. But I feel like I, I sometimes I enjoy babbling because it's just like nonsense. You like know? stream of consciousness yeah. kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why some people like listening to this podcast. We're just babbling. <laughs> but I do want to improve. Like I think, I think the way... I, <gasps> what if it's like watching reality tv it's like people okay so me personally when i watch reality tv sometimes like the really trashy ones mm -hmm. is to make myself feel better about myself so <laughs> what if people <laughs> listen to us to feel better about themselves <laughs> i certainly hope not <laughs> that is the one reason i would not like people listening to our podcast Imagine otherwise give someone us the came views. up to us and went like I love oh, listening to your podcast. It, it makes, makes me feel, feel so, so much good better about, about myself. myself. You guys just babble, <laughs> and it makes me feel so much more intelligent. <laughs> um, oh, sometimes, man. but sometimes, funny. Yeah. appearing dumb on the internet is kind of endearing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, did you ask the question yet? No, no I haven't. Oh, <laughs> I haven't okay. asked the question I that like, I wanted to ask the at the beginning of the podcast. But we keep I do want to set a goal of using this platform. And using this podcast as a way to train my speech and oration skill. Is oration a word? Interesting. Oratory. Oratory. Yeah. Oratory is a word. Oratorical. Oration skills. My skills in speaking. Clearly, they're not super refined. But I'd like to reach a place where, you know, I have, like, better cadence with my speech, better... Or more intentional word choice, etc. All right. Wait. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna have the question be a cliffhanger. Yeah, maybe I won't even ask the question wait, at this point. On that note, I realized. Remember, we had that one conversation on internal monologues and like how oh, you yes. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized I've been really aware of this because all of my transits are alone, right? And mm. I have a lot of transit time in New York. Yeah. Mm. And I realized. 
my internal monologue is just me rehearsing saying things like mm. me rehearsing how i'm gonna oh. retell specific moments in my life to other people interesting, oh, interesting. Yeah. i was like this is so interesting because i'm just thinking about this certain moment and how i'm gonna retell it that's crazy. it doesn't necessarily mean that i will tell someone about that specific moment but that's just like interesting how you're I like think. replaying yeah memories of your life in your brain yeah but through text through, rehearsal through stream of consciousness yeah, yeah through storytelling interesting yeah. jesse what do you just think about during commutes <laughs> in new york huh what, oh what does during your commutes say? i so i try to always be productive so i'm trying to think about ways we can like grow our brand ways we can Ooh, wow damn, lots of happening in y'all's heads yeah i like <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah. don't What's like to like? be i like to be very efficient with my time and i hate commutes because it's so limited what you can do on commute times especially if you're driving mm. but like oh, in the metro yeah. i can be productive on my phone yeah. yeah what i'll do is i'll take notes for like the podcast my notes list is like i'll make lists of things i need to do i'll make to-do lists I just try to be as productive as possible. Like things I need to do and I'll, whatever I can work on on just my phone, I'll try to do that during commutes. That's my internal monologue in, on commutes, oh, I guess. Okay. It's just yeah. thinking about okay. things I need to do. Yeah, yeah also that. on commutes, because I tend to be, or I used to be a really bad texter, so I tried really hard to work mm, on that. To catch up on text. Yeah, and mm. during oh, commutes, I'll text a good. lot of people that's back good. too. Ooh, that's a good subject. Are you guys good or bad texters? Oh, you just said you're bad, but... Oh, I think I used to be very bad, but now I'm like... I would like to think that I'm pretty good mm -hmm. at it because I have friends that are god-awful at texting. Mm -hmm. Like, I will not hear from them for, for months. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry, and then text something that they need. Ah, uh, yeah. see, I've been that <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, and so I... When yeah. that has happened to me, I've been like, oh, yeah. is this how I know I'm, it looks bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know so, it looks bad when I text because I'm like... I didn't respond to their message from like two weeks ago. Yeah. And now that mm. I need something from them, like I see that and I need to text them. And I still need to acknowledge their question from before. So, yeah. So I will actually like scroll through yeah. my like last 20 most recent messages to make sure that I'm all caught up. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. okay. well, wait, how? I think I'm a pretty good texter. The I only time so I mess texting. up is. If I'm in the middle of doing something, I'll click on the message mm. and then forget to respond because I had to get back to doing things. But that usually doesn't happen. I usually have an inbox of zero for text. Same thing with my emails. Wow. I can't have yeah. any. Oh, you're like a little OCD like that? A little bit, yeah. Oh, well, my texts are at like 74 Jesus. always. But it's all because oh of the, the promotional texts that I sign up for for like deals. Oh, I... And I leave those delete report unopened. as junk and i like stop so i don't but get any of those. no those are the reasons why i get all the good deals uh, on things <laughs> so they're actually very useful uh, okay, for me that's fair, that's fair. i just never open them mm. i get it i see it and i go is this a sale that i want to take part <sighs> i of? can't that like stresses me out to have unread notifications mm. okay i'm so sorry i'm um i used to be a good texter like i used to be very on top of texting and I remember even in high school, I wanted to feel involved and included. And like whenever people would text me, I'd be like, ooh, I have friends. Like, <laughs> I have people to talk to. Wow, wow, wow. It's like the cool thing to do in high school, at least back in my day, was like texting. Like, ooh, you're texting someone. That means you have friends. And so I would be very responsive. And I think I enjoyed texting. But nowadays, 
oh my god i hate texting i'll read someone's mm, message yeah mm-hmm. and because some messages you need to be intentional about like you have mm-hmm. to think about it like yeah. it's like almost yeah. like an email at this point and i'm yeah. a procrastinator so like if there's any bit of effort that needs to be put into responding i'll put it off and then i'm also on top of being a procrastinator i'm very forgetful <laughs> so i'll procrastinate to the point where i completely forgot i even had to respond yeah. to a text and so now i it hasn't like come and like bit me in the in the bum yet so i want to because i know some people are sensitive to like oh like mm. why are you not texting back that's kind of rude most of my friends are also bad texters so it works out pretty nicely but i don't want to get to a point where i get in trouble for not being a good texter so i think i feel commutes like, are a good time yeah. to like catch up on yeah. text and be like oh i missed this text like i need to respond now or else i mean when else would i do it besides yeah. this downtime i think for me it doesn't really matter if one of my friends is a bad texter like as as long as i'm secure in that friendship mm-hmm. i guess i do not care mm-hmm. um, yeah because but I understand that's that coming from busy. someone who has been a bad texter yeah but it's also like i, I have so many people that. that i'm responding to too that mm-hmm. like i also sometimes will not notice if someone has not texted me mm-hmm. back in a while mm-hmm. and also i feel like now most of my texts are scheduling times when i can actually talk to them yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i'm not a big texter just to make conversation i also Mm -hmm. hate doing that like i'd rather talk to somebody in person yeah or like yeah if we're talking about life updates i'd rather call you than like way rather yeah Yeah. Yeah. if it's substantial topics like how is work how is that's probably how it is for me yeah Yeah. i call people a lot that's why i don't like yeah if i want to talk to you i will just call you yeah yeah i don't I don't text you. I don't. Yep. I think it's very inefficient mode of communication. I agree. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. All right, so my question that? is: how, how long are we? At? Oh, we're at forty-six. Oh, let's I cut think the this pod. No, <laughs> <laughs> y'all will never hear. This is such a dumb question, too. So I didn't feel the need to actually. Uh, uh, spicy Moon is in Washington Square, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my is that question, the question is no, no yes no, 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 no. <laughs> the definitive answer is, <laughs> is yes <laughs> uh the question is you know the saying like it's all downhill from here mm. uh, is that a positive thing or a negative thing a positive thing wait what no oh, wait, it's wait, like wait. once you finish high school it's all downhill from here or yeah is it. that a, that does that mean oh, wait, life wait, is wait. getting better or is it getting worse it means life is getting worse why is that even a question wait downhill because like if you think about if you're like running or biking then it's a lot easier to go downhill than it is to go uphill because i feel like uphill comes with the connotation that you need to put a lot of effort into like reaching the summit whereas d- downhill is like you've reached the summit mm-hmm. now you're going back down no it's see like, i thought i thought what andrew thought yeah. but i was in a room talking to some friends and someone said it was all downhill from here. I was like, wait, but things are getting better now. And he's like, yeah. That's such an oxymoron. That's all downhill yeah. from here. I was like, wait, wait hold on. No, that person's wrong. That's no, absolutely- but everyone else in the room also thought that downhill was a good thing. So I was like, Ooh, am I the odd one out? What were you in? Yeah, because think about when you're hiking. Wait, Rachel. Yeah. Like, when downhill you're downhill is, it is like, easier. Like When the teacher was like, oh, once you graduate, it's all downhill from here. Well, okay, but flip it. If someone said to you, it's all uphill from here, is that a positive? Yes. 
this is that's a good thing because oh. you're climbing up from rock bottom. But it, I do understand the perspective of the. It's more effort to climb uphill than to go downhill. Because I feel like when but being the are high like... ground, you have the advantage. So it depends <laughs> on what we're plotting here. Like, is the curve that we're plotting like? If we're talking about the W curve. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> pull it up. I showed this to Jessica when we had yeah, the. Yeah, it was like it's like the when you're um. What was it again? I can't I have even no remember. Idea. I can't remember. It's like I the classic, the um, the classic uh, adjustment curve. Uh -huh. So it's like you start up, it's like hope and like, oh my gosh, things are like, yeah, I just moved to a new place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bright. Yep, yep. Yeah. What is it called? Something eyed, uh -huh. starry eyed, and then you go down. And the plot goes the initial, down. Uh, initial adjustment. Yep, uh -huh. Yeah, so yeah. that's downhill. like the downhill, which would be negative, but then it goes uphill because, like, you've adjusted. But then it goes back down because it's like, oh, negative. it's still bad, and then it goes back up. Oh, like moving to a new place? Yeah. Oh, we're uh. talking about Colorado and you moving there. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Or There's like a, curve. a lot of different coming of age stories also mm. just follow yep, this W yep. curve. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So Anyways. in that context, because you're plotting hope on the y-axis, yeah. you're plotting like hope, money, like anything positive. Like you want to go uphill. You want to go up. But do you but want your career or life to go downhill? That sounds wrong. I feel He's like wrong. the hill part. Or she, I don't know who you're talking to. The hill part makes it. The different. hill part makes a difference. Yeah, because, because if you say it's all down from here, that's bad. If you yeah. say it's all up from here, that's good. But if it's downhill, downhill. then it's like, oh, that's good because it's, it's just it's less coasting. effort to go. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely. That's not. what I thought. I was pretty wrong. adamant, but then everyone was like, "No, you're wrong, Jesse." And I was like, "Well, if everyone says I'm wrong. I must be. I must. I have to reconsider at least." Reconsider. I was pretty okay, happy. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I I'll think added. about it. But I wanted to see where you guys were. That's on interesting this page. that Rachel, you're split on this. No, Rachel is. I'm pretty on, set on like, like downhill is a good thing. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not necessarily huh. a good thing. It's just like easy. It's, it's a lot easier from here on yeah, out. Yeah, life like is easier from here on out. In the conversation, say you were plugged in the conversation and he was like, ah, it's all downhill from here. Would Who you are you think... talking with? Set the scene. <laughs> yeah. I don't scene. remember the, the specific context, but the the example would be like, I mean, you guys already gave several examples. Say, like, uh, you got a new job and at Google, it's cushy, you make a lot of money, and you're talking to your friend, and you're like, yeah, my life is pretty much set. I'm, I can coast. It's all downhill from here. If it's, if it's set in that context, it's obviously a good thing. Well, yeah, but, like, would you bat an eye, or would you be like, wait, downhill? You mean, you mean uphill? Oh, it wait, still wait. sounds weird to me. It does sound like I don't know saying if it down. Weird just the connotation of down is like when is you bad. say it's yeah. all down from here, but when you say it with a cheery voice, oh, it's all downhill from here. It, <laughs> it depends on how it you deliver. It causes so much confusion in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> a lot <laughs> of distance. Just like, well, cannot compute. What do you mean? Four hundred four error. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I now choose to avoid using that phrase because I don't know the connotation of what it actually means. Because when you're like, oh, it's all downhill from here, it does sound like he's coasting. But I'm just like, why are you so happy? Yeah. Yeah. Because, ah, wait a second. Because when you are going downhill and you're like, oh, it's just cruising from here, uh -huh. you do cruise when you're downhill. I still don't like it. It's wrong. Yeah, no, it sounds but, weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, in, intuitively, I, it just I mean, yes, doesn't I make sense. It. But I see the logic behind yeah, the why logic. it means... I'm wrong, but I see the lot. I'm 
connecting this back to oh, hiking. A, those are nice necklaces. That's a good stack oh, right there. Thank you. En route oh, jewelry. Oh, what is this? En route jewelry. I. I. If you, yeah. yeah. If you want to sponsor us. Ooh, are they AAPI founded? Yeah, best dressed uh, Ashley. Oh, wait. Nice. Oh, is it oh, a creator? Yeah. Stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. This, she probably doesn't sponsor other creators then. Uh, she has brand. other creators model for her website. Mm. Okay. Yeah. We would love some. I I love these. Yeah. Right. So you want to oh, send oh, us the some. double the double chain oh it was from her yeah, it's also from her. Wow. oh that's like one of my like, favorite chains it's so high quality wait no free plugs gold? <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah sorry oh. <laughs> but it's for for mail for for meal so it's like oh, just yeah, a yeah. coating oh it's just a coating yeah. so it doesn't uh does it tarnish uh it shouldn't near? but you should still my i thought i thought my vitality chain didn't tarnish but it started oh, it tarnish. absolutely tarnishes yeah stainless steel yeah wait what but it's been. I forget the different types of coatings that you can have. I, there's one that's tarnishable and there's one that's not. Mm. I forgot what's what. What's what? But because yeah. Vitaly's. So for that price nice. point, you're not paying for something that doesn't tarnish. I feel like you need to pay a lot more. I think it depends. I think some people are really uh, like making jewelry that is waterproof now. Oh, uh, making affordable waterproof jewelry. Mm. Which I'm a big fan of. Oh, I like gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, um, let's wrap up this podcast. <laughs> I got one question in. We're just back. Wait, wait, wait. Today. There's another question uh, that actually okay. Cody asked in the Discord. He, it was like, imagine a situation where two people like you and you find both of them attractive. This is well, like what do you this do? is like the new girl Love situation triangle. with Schmidt. Oh, like, what yeah. do you do? Like, you like them both equally. You could both see them equally as a potential partner. Like, how do you handle that situation? Was it Hannah? Was that her name in New Girl? Cece and Elizabeth. I think it was Elizabeth. Oh, was it? Okay. I I don't remember what he did. He ended up dating both of them simultaneously. Date both of them. Would you do that? Try to... No. (laughs) Or would you be open... Okay, so here are the options. You go behind their back, date both of them simultaneously. Probably not going to (laughs) happen. That's like cheating. The other option is you drop one and then just pick the other. But then you have regrets. Or the third option is you tell them both about each other and the entire situation and you propose a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say... Polyamorous? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you were going to say... Gladiator. Duke it out. <laughs> no, why oh, would that okay. be it? Fight to the death. <laughs> but yeah, which one would you choose? Those are, I, those are all bad options. Well, actually, well okay, no, the, come up with another no, option. The most then. realistic option is the middle one. Pick one? You, you pick the one yeah. you like more. But say you like them equally. I think you just you, you just have to pick, pick one, one at and that And live point. with the regret? Does it have to be regret, though? Like, just pick one, forget about the other person, and then see how it goes. Easier said than done. Has this happened to you? No, it hasn't. But in case... But ca- in case it ever does, I, I need to know like, what to do. <laughs> my problem is that I just don't like people. Yeah, so this will hard. never happen to me. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> it's too hard to even like one person. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, uh, say you like them both just equally, but like... Like they're how both well equally do you know them? <laughs> <laughs> then I guess you just don't date either of them. Because I feel like... Yeah, to be honest, yeah. that's probably... That's Schmidt was in point. love with Cece and Elizabeth, though. Uh, so I guess... The situation only makes sense if you're like in love with two people at once. That's so hard to do. Like, I think it's possible. Like, you can definitely find two people that you're equally 
And it could be in different ways. Like you're attracted to them and you love them for different reasons. Mm. I think humans are capable of that for sure. Poly relationships exist. They do. Yeah, yeah. but it's like you said. Oh my at one point, once you make a decision and you live with that person, this mm-hmm. is throwback to the last pod. You cannot envision life without that person because you have spent so much time with said person. Well, so you, you iron out like the pathway of like this is yeah. It. You create space for a specific person in your life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on how you approach the situation, but yeah, I I could see that. Don't um, date either. Find a third person you like more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't that's, that's actually that's a good uh wait, that's wait. a good solution. I have another question for the next podcast. Oh okay. wait, hold up. Cause maybe you like both of them equally, but if you can't choose between them, do you really like one of them that much? Oh I see. I see what you're saying. I'm catching that wave. Yeah. Mm. Like, mm. do you actually like either of them if you had space to like another person? Mm-hmm. Mm. Because I feel like I'm still okay, okay, under the okay. belief of when you know, you know, and you're just like, damn, this oh, is That's a very monogamous mindset. Yeah, I really have. do. But yeah. I see I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we'll leave it. Like, yeah. Oh. Comment, comment in the video down below what you would do in such situation. Oh, I wanted to hear your perspectives. Oh, my perspective. Like, what? are you yeah, a? Oh wait, hold on. Hold I up. just laid out the options. No, 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 I no. Didn't, what would you choose? I don't know. Okay. In a relationship, or when actually oh, when. for Is your Jenny? said person, future husband, wife, do you operate under the assumption of when you meet that person, you know it's going to be that person, or are you? No. Oh, I'm gonna meet somebody, and then as you grow into that person, they'll like grow into a person that you would Uh, marry. At this point in my life, I think that has to be the case. Do you think you're gonna meet somebody and be like, "Holy shit, this is it"? Or are you gonna meet somebody Mm. and then like a month later, you're like, "Oh, wait, this is the person all along." Or is it like your first interaction with somebody, and you're like, "Oh my god, this could be it." Man, I've never. I don't think I've ever met someone like that, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I haven't either, but I, I and for some I've heard, I've heard people like think of that. that. I've I've heard of people feeling that. Yeah. Like just the vibe is perfect, the physical attraction, the emotional attraction is just like on point. But at that point you don't know enough about that person to be like, Oh, like we're compatible in our lifestyles, we're compatible yeah. in our work. And that's why it translates into my existing theory that I explained when you know you know and you're either proven right or you're proven wrong. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think with, like, most of my, like, long-term friendships, too, I've mm. been, like, the initial meeting, I've always thought, hmm, I could see this person being yeah, a good friend yeah, for yeah, a really yeah. long time. Mm. Whereas, I don't, I'm not entirely sure if I've met, or, like, all of the people that I consider super close, so, like, my circle of, like, mm. four closest friends, I don't think out of any of them, I met them and was iffy about them, mm. but then was, like, proven wrong later. yeah. yeah. You're talking about friendships? Yeah. Damn, Damn, that was a fat bug. Oh, my God. Dang. Nani? Be a little more body positive. Okay. Wait a second. (laughs) Fat is just a description. (laughs) It's not. There's. It doesn't have to be negative. Yeah, why'd you Wait, are you turning it on me? (laughs) 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 I didn't do nothing wrong here. Um, okay, let's wrap up this podcast. 
tune in next time for the continuation of this discussion. Rachel has a question that is going to be asked on the next episode. So it kind of goes off of Andrew's on this episode. Okay, you're gonna have to wait till next. You're gonna have to wait till next week. But drop down in the comments below what you would do in a situation where you're attracted to two people at the same time, in love with two people at the same time. And uh, yeah, uh, I am your host Jesse, and signing out with me is my brother. Andrew and my sister oh. Rachel wow. and we will catch you on the next episode of the rooftop pod peace, peace.